And I'm Alexi. And I'm Bryn. And this is 20-somethings. Going through something. Wow. What a day. Let me tell you. I want to start with saying I went to a chiropractor for the first time. Changed See, my life. Whoa, she actually has updates today. Normally she's I like, do. hmm. Yeah, no, because I right after I went, I was like, I need to talk about how great the chiropractor was. Now, not every chiropractor is great, so I'm not going to make a blanket statement and say every chiropractor is amazing, but mine is amazing. So I have um, four more appointments at least. She's great. Dr. Rebecca. Nice. Yeah. And she's young and she's cool. It's great. But yeah, it was a great time. I feel way better. I mean, I don't feel 100% fixed yet, but that's why I have four more. But I definitely feel younger. Like, I played, like, four softball games and could move after, which was amazing. So, really younger than 26? What age do you feel? Well, my body feels like I'm at least in my 40s. Like, usually after I play my softball games, I, like, get out of my car and I'm, like, really slow. Or, like, if I sit on the couch for too long after games, I get up really slow. Mm-hmm. But since I went, I just have been popping right up. And my shin is already feeling a lot better because I have shin splints right now. And she said she can actually feel it, and usually you can't. But that already feels better instead of hurting, like, game one. It started hurting in game four, so that was way better. Uh, my shoulder's movement is a lot better already. So, good times. So, I'll keep you updated by the last appointment. Like a spring chicken now. I know. For real. And I heard she was, like, a miracle worker. And sure enough, it's been amazing. So, if you live in Michigan near us and you want a chiropractor who will be great, hit me up. <laughs> I got a recommendation for you. <laughs> um, what other updates do you have? Um, work is starting, and I actually am excited about this year. So, as opposed to dreading it, like nice. I usually do. Not for any reason other than just, like, going back to work is, you know, after doing whatever I want every day for, like, three months, going back to work is hard, but... This year, our whole school is focusing on, like, being more fun. So, I'm really looking forward to that. It reminds me of Abby Lee Miller. If anybody watches Dance Mom, she's like, we're all going to have fun. <laughs> just screaming at them. That's how I feel sometimes because I'll plan something fun and they're like, yeah. Like, you get bored when we're bored. You get mad when we're trying to do happy stuff. What do you yeah. want from me? Speaking of Dance Moms, she does have a podcast out. I've listened to every single episode except for one. Abby Miller? Yes called Leave It on the Dance Floor. What, it's not like the post-arrest trials or something? No, it's like about the episodes. So it, it doesn't oh, go like in... recap one? Yeah, well, um, it doesn't really go in order. They oh. pick and choose, like, which ones. Because, like, some of them are just, like, normal drama. Yeah. And they it's been so long that they also, like, don't remember what was real and what was fake. Because it's not mm. like it's, like, a, a show you just recap that's all acting. It's like, yeah. no, this is part of their real lives. Right. I was a dancer, so I remember I used to watch with my dad, and he'd be so mad at how much she was yelling and all that. And I'm like, yeah, but they deserve it. Like, she <laughs> deserves to yell at them in this in this case. Like, mm. I was like, I was backing her up sometimes. I definitely wasn't, mm. like, a full hater. Because mm. um, those moms are literal crazy and psycho sometimes. They are. But she'll give her backstory, and a lot of it was production sabotaging things. So, like, they'll get mad at Abby for not having a prop ready, but it was the production making them do a dance that included a prop and they were in charge of props and wouldn't mm-hmm. give it to them till the day before. Mm-hmm. Like it was like all these things that I'm like, Oh my gosh. 
So it's just very interesting. So I recommend it. They are really long episodes. Like there's some that are like two and a half hours, which I think is too long, but it definitely is a lot of information. I've learned a ton and I'm going to continue to listen to it every week. So Hmm. podcast recommendation. Wow. I am watching a four hour documentary right now. Super long. I'm like a little over halfway through it. Having to do with the Colleen Ballinger situation. Mm. Because it turns out one of the people that was like claiming to be a victim has made a bunch of stuff up. Oh, no. Yeah, so not all of them. It's just one specific one. But this girl did a bunch of interviews with people for her documentary about the Colleen Ballinger thing, and he was one of them. And she talked with him for, like, six hours, and he went on Twitter and was like, we just had a six-hour interview, and we still have to talk again because there's so much more. He told one of the other victims that his trauma was more important than the other person's. Mm-hmm. And he ended up lying about all the stuff that he said happened to him, basically. He said, like, Colleen's ex-husband, Josh, was um, grooming him. But, so the girl was, you know, trying to, like, help him get his story out there. But then she said they talked for six hours because he was just talking in circles, not being clear at all. And then she reached out to the ex-husband and was like hey, can you send me the Twitter DM so I can see what's going on? So he sent a full screen recording of everything. She asked the kid who was saying this happened. He's 27 now, so I don't know why I said kid. But she said, can you send me screenshots of everything? Mm -hmm. And he said, well, I have to see if I can access them because I have them blocked. So can I still get to them? And then he's like, oh, yeah, never mind. I got it. And then he sent them. But she pulled them up side by side, and he had, like, deleted a bunch of messages. So it looked like the ex-husband had messaged first reaching out about something but really he had reached out to him like two or three times before he reached out again Hmm. and then he deleted like i think there were probably like 14 to 15 messages that he had sent him just being like i need to talk to you right now i need to talk to you as soon as possible stuff like that and he deleted a bunch of them to make it look like they talked a lot more often than they did when really the ex-husband ignored him like a lot of the time Thing. So that's just one thing, but then he's gone on all these interviews and these podcasts, and he's been like, I'm on a podcast, like, freaking out about it, where the other people that are, like, victims of Colleen and stuff have been more, like, they've gone on stuff, but they're not, like, like, he posted something being like, Mom, look, I'm on a podcast. Like, they're not, yeah, they're like, not like advertising yeah, they're just it. saying, like, hey, if you want to hear more about, more about my story, I was on this podcast, here you go. Yeah. But he's, like, trying to flaunt the idea that he's like a victim and that his trauma is worse than everyone else's. And then since people have been like coming after him from this video, he went on Twitter and was like, she didn't even give me a chance to respond. Blah, blah, blah. This is just making, or it was invalidating to my trauma. Blah, Mm. blah, blah. It's like, dude, there's so much evidence that you were lying. Like, why would she want to reach out to you? You lied the whole first time you talked. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm really interested to see what happens with that, but pretty crazy so i'm in the middle of that but he's also the victim who worked for her previously on tour so kind of wild yeah i haven't been keeping up with the case it's very confusing kind of like lizzo i need to know what's going on there There hasn't been much updates from what i've seen but yeah i need a lizzo update that like shook the world like everybody was like lizzo no yeah i do need an update with with lizzo where are we at with that is the trial happening will it will there be a trial will it just be a sue thing will it be you know what will it be i don't know i don't know either um updates for me so that really bad sketchy hotel we were in (laughs) 
um, in Canada, or no, Detroit, actually. Detroit. They said that they were going to give me a refund. I checked my account. There is no refund. So I called them last night asking, where's this refund? They said, oh, you have to wait and speak to a manager. They come in between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. tomorrow. And I said, okay, well, do you know how long he's going to be there for? So I make sure, like, I don't miss him. Mm. And they're like, I don't know. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. So then I call them at, like, 10 a.m., and I'm like, hey, need a refund. She was like, oh, let me put you on hold real quick. Comes back to me, asks me for my information, like phone number, all that. She said, okay, like, I'm going to call you back, blah, blah, blah. I mm. said, okay. That was at 10 a.m. Still have not gotten a call back. It's been, you know, 12 hours, oh, whatever. Um, so I'm trying to figure out, do I call tomorrow? Do I wait a couple days? I don't know. But I'm just very frustrated because I'm waiting for them to be like, we don't do refunds and then we have to go on full care and I'm not afraid to do it mm-hmm. when I have to do it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Also I finally got my car back today. Woo. Um, and then the garage is broken. <laughs> yeah. My garage, the keypad doesn't work. I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like literally nothing can go right recently. So yeah, I got the message. My car's ready. Um, and my insurance had to call me right before the collision center called me just to see how I was paying because I had, like, a check from them. I had a digital payment because they kept increasing the estimate. Mm-hmm. It ended up being close to $3,900 and something. So it was almost $4,000 for... Which is insane. It, there was, like... It didn't even look like that much damage. Obviously, yeah. it's, like, noticeable, but it should not be $4,000 worth of damage. Yeah. So, anyways, they finally got it solved... So they were just like, okay, how are you going to pay? And I explained. They're like, okay, sounds good. Then the collision center body shop calls me and says like, okay, so it looks like you have a check, digital payment, and then your $500 deductible. And I said, my what? (laughs) I said, I shouldn't be having to pay my deductible. Yeah. Like, it wasn't my fault, A. And also, this is the first I've ever heard of having to pay my deductible on this. Right. And it's been, what, like two months? I got into an accident June 1st. And I didn't take my car in for, I guess, a month after. Like, my car has been in there for, like, a month. Yeah. Just waiting on insurance. I'm switching insurances. My six-month premium or whatever car insurance is up in October. And I'm switching prior to that. Yeah. I was, like... I do not have to pay my deductible. And so they're like, okay, we'll, we'll call them back. So I said, okay. So then they finally text me two hours later because it took them two hours to get on the phone with somebody from my insurance oh my company. And they said, okay, we got approval. You don't have to pay your deductible. I'm like, thank you. So they're going to pull a fast one. I'm like, nuh-uh-uh. <laughs> so anyways, finally get my car back. Huzzah, hurrah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I get in. It smells so good. They cleaned the whole interior. Wow. Like, literally, it has never looked so good. Wow. <laughs> they did well, throw nice. everything that was in my backseat in the very back. Yeah. They did not clean that part. But I was like, it smells amazing. Wow. I have to remember, though, I can't go through a regular car wash for 90 days. It has to be touchless. Mm. So I'm like, probably not going to go through a car wash for three months. Yeah. But I did notice in the passenger side door, there's a pine cone. So I've just had a pine cone <laughs> in my car for I don't know how long. Did you put it there? Did they put it there? Oh, I would, don't know. I would think that, because they were stuffing things in the sides when they were cleaning. So I'm um, thinking it in was, your car. <laughs> they were like, why the hell is there a pine cone in her car? I know. That's the first thing. Because first, I haven't been in my car in a while. So when I saw it was so clean, I was like, 
am I in the right car? <laughs> like, I literally did a double mm-hmm. take. And then the first thing I also noticed was the pine cone. I'm like, what the heck? Wow. But... Um, so yeah, those are my updates. All good. I got my car, but everything else has been really shitty, I feel like. So mm-hmm. hopefully it'll turn around soon. Yeah. Life's just been busy. Yeah. Also, for anyone that grew up watching YouTube, I've been in a kick of watching old Jenna Marble videos. Because mm. what a queen. <laughs> what a queen. She's the best. She's one of the few YouTubers I watch and laugh out loud every single time I watch her. She does have some funny videos. And she's been off the internet for like three years, maybe four. Makes Dang. me sad. The only thing that's been posted of her since she left the internet are some wedding pictures that her husband posted. So sad. But anyways, for Bryn's horoscope, it's a great day to finalize plans, especially if they're related to travel in any way. Go ahead and finish your itinerary or sign any paperwork that needs to be signed. You're ready to go, so get this show on the road. The era of uncertainty you've been struggling with is over, and any more information happens to come light. Oh, wow, English. And if any more information happens to come to light over the next few weeks, it shouldn't affect anything to any great degree. It's time to move forward decisively. So basically, they're saying all my problems are going to be solved. Yep. No more uncertainty. Just take a trip and be decisive. My horoscope keeps wanting me to take trips, solo trips travel gotta take trips man are they gonna provide me money as well or no vacation time you get paid in happiness hmm. <laughs> i see <laughs> uh for mine this is today when you're in a group situation everyone will be looking at you to get things started you might not be used to being the person who initiates the big plan but you have to step it up this time everyone else will be too focused on their own issues but this could actually turn out to be a good thing They probably won't have very strong opinions about your ideas, so you'll be able to do whatever you like. Put the emphasis on having fun. Hmm. I don't know what to do with that. (laughs) I've basically, like, avoided people all day, but I guess putting the emphasis on fun is kind of ironic, considering that's all we talked about at work. Fun. That was my plan for going into the year, was to make it more fun. So, it's fun. We're doing, like, a... It's fun. It is fun. Once a month, we're doing... We call them, like, family fun days, and usually we've done one once or twice a year. Now we're doing one once a month. So half the day is just fun stuff. Everyone Can goes, I go back to school? Dear <laughs> Lord. Everyone goes down to the gym or outside, and we have DJs and inflatables. What? And, yeah. Is this... You've never heard me talk about this? Elementary school field day? <laughs> what the heck? I mean, basically, it's for high schoolers, though. Because... So when I first started at the school... They did it, like, once or twice a year, but all the kids knew each other. So, like, freshmen and seniors would hang out, like, no problem at all. Now, since COVID, we've seen that just kids don't know people in other grades. Like, most high schools, I would say that's how most high schools are, but ours has just never been like that. So, the kids don't like it because it feels weird. So, we're trying to do this once a month to get the family aspect back. So, are they going to be forced to be in different groups? So, that they're not going with their friends? No. I would stick to my friends. (laughs) I mean, usually they do, but it's stuff that's, like, there are other people around. Like, when the DJs go on, they're all dancing in this little room thing. Dang, that's crazy. And then there's usually, like, volleyball, basketball, soccer. The army usually brings a bunch of inflatable races and stuff that they can do. Mm. There's, like, baseball sometimes, or, like, just throwing baseballs or something. Footballs. There's usually badminton. Trying to think what else. Couple, the first year we ever had, well, the first year I ever went to it, they had a mechanical unicorn. Like a mechanical bull, but a unicorn. Dang. Yeah. So, 
It's a good time. So we're doing that like once a month now. It should be really fun. So our emphasis this year is fun, just like my horoscope said. Fun. Spelling is fun. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to tie it to that song, but I couldn't think. Um, okay, so really briefly, we talked about ice cream dates, good, bad, as a first date, and my friend Kate wrote in about an ice cream story. I thought it was going to be about a date ice mm-hmm. cream story, but it wasn't. It was just an, an ice cream story. Was it, I am going to tell it briefly. Was it... What's the context of... Was it just like her and her family getting ice cream? Her and Dan, her husband. Okay. So basically, what happened was... Her and her husband are at this ice cream shop. Um, a series of unfortunate, a series of unfortunate events happened where a daughter stole her ice cream sundae. But that stole Kate's. Yeah, oh. that's besides the point. But she was very passionate about it, so I feel like mm. I needed to include it right. for her. Um, we're all mourning the Don't death steal people's of ice cream. Yes, we're all mourning the death of that ice cream sundae mm-hmm. without whipped cream, apparently. Um, so basically, that same family, the daughter stole the ice cream. The mom orders just a vanilla hard serve hmm. in a cone, which is very interesting. I guess mm. I will revert back when I say if they just get vanilla, that's weird, red flag. I think I changed my mind if it's soft serve and they just really like vanilla soft serve, whatever. But if they get hard serve, <laughs> that is messed mm. up. I mean, yeah, that is kind of a weird choice to put. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess a lot of people put hard serve ice cream in cones. I know, but you're at an ice cream store. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> so she gets... Kate was also very like, why do you get... I mean, this, it is a weird you know? choice, but... Yeah. Know. So she gets that. She walks away. She drops her ice cream on the ground. Just the ice cream, that not the a cone. Mess. Yeah. Oh. So drops the ice cream on the ground, not the cone, just the ice cream. Then she goes and I'm like, ah, my ice cream. Kate had a really good impression of it, so I'm not <laughs> doing it justice. She apparently picks it up off of the ground. Oh, no. Puts it back on the cone, says, five-second rule, and licks it. Meanwhile, the husband isn't there. He's, like, off doing something. That is He so comes gross. back and kisses her and has no idea Ew. that it was on the ground. Oh no, that's like, so gross. Do you know the foot traffic that happens at an ice cream shop? Why would you do yeah, that? Yeah, people bring dogs. Yeah. Ew. That's disgusting. And ice cream is like, because it's liquid, just anything that touches it gets in it. Yeah. So like, there's probably like rocks and stuff in there. Yeah. That's so gross. I know. Like, How literally is the my cone jaw not broken? The floor. No, the cone didn't drop. Oh, the ice cream fell off. Oh, ew. That's so (laughs) gross. Oh my god, it's like a sidewalk Sunday. Yeah. That's disgusting. So yeah, that's the story I feel like I needed to share. Hopefully I did it justice, but... If you're on a date and someone does that, that's definitely a red flag. That's like, I I can can get behind that one. Yeah. That's like you don't even stick it out the rest of the day. That's like, you go. Yeah, this is off topic kind of, but it reminded me a couple years ago on, I think it was The Bachelor... Um, they did a zero gravity date. Do you remember this? And they went up in a plane where it was zero G's. The girl threw up and the puke was like floating in there. Ew. But then when they stopped being in zero gravity, the guy kissed her 
Because he was like, oh, are you I okay? remember that. We were like, like right oh. after she puked. So gross. Well, and if I was the girl, I wouldn't even want yeah, him kissing me. Yeah, I'd be like, me. get off of me. No. Yeah, I remember that so vividly. It was so gross. I'm so excited for the Golden Bachelor. <laughs> In case you don't know, that's the they're doing the Bachelor with elderly people. Yeah. It took them like two or three years to find a cast. Yeah. I, I hope it's really good. I hope it's a really good cast. Yeah, me too. I feel like it's just going to be funny. I just feel like... I think it's going to be really cute, I hope. Really? It's like sweet and... What are their dates going to be like? Like bingo night or... Oh my god. <laughs> I would... I want that now. Can a guy take me out to bingo night and do some puzzles or... <laughs> you can go to house rules. Yeah, but... Oh, you just want... Insane. Oh, okay. You just want bingo. I would I've never done to, actual bingo, I guess. I would so. love to play bingo with yeah. a bunch of friends. That would be fun. Yeah. You mm. win a prize. Yeah, true. Anyways. Uh, we're also, this is another just like random update I remembered. We're going to a Taylor Swift trivia night soon. Mm. Mm-hmm. So we're about to be really competitive with it. We'll tell you how, how it went. Probably not good. Probably not. But we are sure going to try. Yep. This is us trying. I mean, between three of us, I think we'll actually be okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so I thought of this because it recently happened to me last week. Haven't talked to Alexi about it. She doesn't know what the topic is, so. Sure don't. Basically, the other day, I received a text message. I hope that you don't agree with me on this because otherwise we're just going to be like, oh, okay, this is normal. Okay. <laughs> um, Interesting. The other day, I received a text message. Oh my god. So re- episode, we can make cuts off this episode of Bridget's going. <laughs> I know, I have been doing that a lot. <laughs> I received a text message from a number I don't know. And all I said was, hey. And my heart rate started beating through the roof. And I want to know, is that normal? The receiving a text or that you got stressed about it? That I got really stressed. I think with your history, that's normal. <laughs> I mean, you had a literal stalker, so that would make sense to me. But, like, if I got a text that said, hey, from an unknown number, I would just text, text back and say, hi, who is this? Like, my yeah. heart wouldn't freak out. Yeah, I guess I was originally like, oh, I'm not going to respond. Or, well, I tried to figure out where it's from. Mm-hmm. I did the reverse phone number lookup. It's from Corpus Christi in Texas. Hmm. Um, so, very far away from us. So, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, it has to be a wrong number. I'm just going to respond because they have to think it was the wrong number. Let me pull up what it, what they said. Could it have been someone from a dating app? Or do you know now who it is? No, I don't know who it is. Okay. So. Well, I didn't know if it I, was, like, you gave your number to someone a while ago, and they just checked and saw it, and I'm like, oh, let me just text. No, so they said, hey. I said, who is this? No, hey. <laughs> no politeness. <laughs> who is this? Um, they said, excuse me, are you Anne? I'm Tina. At first, I was like, these are the two most, like, basic names, I feel like. Anne and Tina. I said, I think you have the wrong number. They said, oh, sorry. Maybe I should have entered the wrong number. Hope don't mind. Please forgive. I immediately blocked them. Yeah, it's probably a spam number. I get spam texts all the time. I just got one yesterday that said, what was the name? It was a weird name. It was, like, Everly or something. Like, it was a weird name. And it was like, Everly, do you have any wine... Um, winery recommendations or something like I get mm. random texts like that all the time and I just delete them because yeah. I saw somewhere that it's like if it just says hey I would respond 
But when... I wonder if I can find one. I have so many in here. Sometimes I just don't delete them because I forget. But I think I get one, like, once every so often. Like, once every two weeks, maybe. I get, like, Dang. a text from a random number just being like, Hey, so-and-so. Um, how was your night last night? Or whatever. And it's never my name. And it's never something I actually did. But um, from August 6th. Paul, do you have the tools you need today? Hmm. Let's delete that one now. But yeah, I get them all the time. I usually just delete it and report it as junk. But yeah, I would say like once every two weeks or so, I get a random text hmm. from some unknown number. I think I saw somewhere that you're not supposed to respond, though. Yeah. But obviously, if they just say, hey, I'm going to respond right. because I want to know who it is. But if it's really obviously spam, you're not supposed to respond because... They then they, they know it's an something. active number too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but yeah, okay. I guess it's just me in this household that gets really nervous. Um, I just am like, I just get worried that I'm going to die. Basically. Um, but your heart rate doesn't go a bajillion miles an hour, but you nah. think you may die. Yeah. Okay. It's just like, nah, maybe I'll die. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Because I feel like with the spam numbers, when they text me to my phone, it stresses me out. It's one thing, like, getting an email or something. Yeah. But getting a number to my phone, texting me, just like, oh, they know. They know where I live. They know my name. Mm-hmm. They know everything. Even though they don't use my name. Yeah. I still just feel like they somehow know everything about That's me. That's fair. And I'm going to die. Yeah. So. Hmm. But no, I don't usually get stressed about it. Usually I just assume it's some guy that I haven't talked to in forever and is reaching out because that happens sometimes, so. Yeah. I guess... Yeah, my first thought was obviously for my past of like, oh, my crazy ex is trying to contact me in some way, shape, or form. then the bad grammar wouldn't be. Well, it was just the hey. I was like, oh my god, it's him. Yeah. That's Um, what I said with your past. Yeah. I get it. Because I also remember back when we were still kind of talking, me trying to figure out, am I going to get back together with him? Or no, I was already past this. I was like, no, we're done I think it was like a month or two after the fact of that. Mm. I get a text message from somebody I don't know. And I'm like, who is this? And it's my ex-boyfriend's best friend. Who was the one? We went to Dave Collier with him. No. Oh, okay. Oh, never mind. I've never met this guy either. I retract. Um, Actually, maybe I did. I don't remember. (laughs) I tried to block that whole situation (laughs) out of my head. Um... And it's from his best friend, who this guy told him to cheat on me. So, why would I want to? Why would I want to hear you out? Anyways, he was just saying like, he can't move on. Blah blah blah. I tried to get him to move on. He goes to bars. He just talks about you. Blah blah blah. I'm like, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Duh. (laughs) And then I was like, I think I just said like, okay. I don't want to talk to you. Like, we're done talking. I told him I'm done. Mm -hmm. And then he turned it around on me and said, I've treated him so poorly, blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay. And I just blocked him. (laughs) I don't think I even responded. I think I still have the text because I think they're so funny. That's funny. To say that he cheated, but you treated him badly. Yeah. Okay, buddy. Yeah. But, so I think it was like, or maybe it's his friend still just Mm -hmm. wanting to, like, get at me, even though, like, I blocked his number. I block a lot of people's numbers, but. I should probably more. I don't think I've ever blocked a phone number. I guess the only people I block is him, his friend, and Google. <laughs> Google yeah. contacts me a lot for my job, but I, that's the only people that I blocked. 
Yeah. It takes a lot for someone for me to block them, but yeah. Usually like with the spam messages, I just do the delete and report as junk and that's as close as I get to blocking. Oh, I did block that text recently, but yeah. Hmm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't get te- like stressed about stuff like that unless they would have like used my name, then I probably would have. Mm, that would have been really scary. Yeah. Or if they like guessed accurately. Yeah. Like what if my name was actually Anne and they said is this Anne? Mm. I'd be like what the heck how do they know yeah actually i think my first thought right now would probably be it's like a coworker because i have so many new coworkers. Um, so i feel like if i got a random text from an unknown number i just think it's someone i work with yeah because i'd probably just be like oh they found someone gave them my number you know yeah so it was weird yesterday at work this one of my coworkers is telling me this like thermocane thing that she said i should try my shoulder she's an athletic tra- trainer so i trust her but she said it's like a curved hook shape thing mm-hmm. and i can like use it to try to get that knot out too mm-hmm. and she's like here i'll text you the link and she's like i think i have your phone number still but i'm just gonna put it in here again I was like, okay so she opened up a brand new contact had me tell her my phone number again even though we had just texted like a week ago mm-hmm. and she's like i think i saved it so you just might be in here twice and she just kept saying that so i was like is that your way of saying you didn't save my number and now you need it yeah. so now you're <laughs> like i was just so confused because she just kept saying like i think it'll be in here twice but oh well and i'm like why would you not look first right you know and yeah. i don't have like a bad history with her but she has a bad history with my friends so i didn't know if she just doesn't like me by proxy but mm. you are an easily hateable person <sighs> sure i am can't blame her i get it i hate me too sometimes <laughs> oh my gosh my mom um so i have this succulent so my at my grandpa's grandma and grandpa's cemetery i planted a succulent in like may um just to see if it would grow one of the years it grew really well because it was like super sunny mm-hmm. um this is the second year i've done it maybe third year i can't remember um and so my mom, I guess, went to the cemetery just to check up on it. And it's gotten just so much water. And mm. succulents don't need a ton of water that it's literally drowning, basically. Oh. It's like a really sad photo. Oh, no. But she, but she messaged saying, I stopped at the cemetery to give your plant water. It had plenty already <laughs> as they received a lot of rain this past week. It's not looking fantastic, but it's alive. And I almost texted back saying, same. <laughs> and then I was like, I can't send that to my mom. She's not going to understand. <laughs> oh, no. She'd be like, oh, my God. I need to go there right now. I know. Like, I'm just like, looking fantastic, but it's not looking fantastic, but alive. <laughs> Did she dump the water out at least? Um, You can't really oh. do that. Oh. All the soil would fall out in the type of vase so if you held it though couldn't you use like a strainer um i don't know i don't think she would have carried a strainer with no i don't mean like (laughs) i don't mean literally but like when you would use i guess i mean like like a pot lid with like a pot how you could use the lid and you just put it like could you just do it with your hand i think we've both just come to the conclusion it wasn't a good year for succulents so no harm no foul i think my grandpa would be laughing at me for trying so This is an interesting thing that I've talked about with my parents a lot. Um, and I'm curious your thoughts. Do you think you have to go... I don't know how to phrase it now. Like, do you think you have to go to a cemetery to feel like you're close to your relative? <laughs> this is difficult because this did spark family drama. Oh. Um, oh. <laughs> my... 
basically, I won't go into too many details, but there's a family member that will not talk to another family member because they haven't been to the cemetery to visit my grandpa since he's passed away in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, but this family member has like flown to Texas and blah, blah, blah. They couldn't come to um, the funeral because they just had surgery. So the doctor said, mm. like, you can't, yeah, yeah. which was really sad that right. they missed it. But since then, hasn't come out. And so he will not talk to them because Whoa. he's like, you're not even coming to respect him, blah, blah, hmm. blah. Um, at the moment, I kind of was like, I don't know. I think... I was like, no, like, they don't have to come. Now I think it has been a long time where they should at least once. Like, I think it is a little disrespectful when you don't come out to see them Mm -hmm. at least one time just to see how it looks. Like, she's never seen in person. Um, But I don't think you need to go there to, like, feel close with them or, like, pray for them or, like, Mm -hmm. remember them. Like, it's just more, like, Whenever I'm over that way to visit my other grandparents, I always go to the cemetery and then, I don't know, I just, I do feel closer when I'm there or just like, I feel it's respectful to go there Mm. instead of just like in my room crying, which I sometimes do just because grief, but Hmm. I don't know. Because then also when I'm at the cemetery, I also like clean up other people's like headstones. That's nice. Um, Like if there's like grass all over. I'll, like, swipe it away. Yeah. But I know some people, like, don't want you touching people's things, so I'm kind of always hesitant if there's other people around. But I'm also like, okay, when I die, I hope somebody does that for mine. Right. But anyways. I don't know. I I am the type where I don't go ever. I Like, all the people I've been close with, I've gone to to the cemetery, to their gravestone once. And it was the day they were buried. Do you think it's because you can't handle it? Like what, no, it's just, I just don't see a reason in doing it, I guess. Like, when I die, I don't see a reason for anyone to come to my grave because I am dead, I guess. You know? Like, I think about them a lot, so I don't see a reason to go there. Mm-hmm. I think my grandpa would laugh at me if I went there. I mean, my grandma and my mom and stuff, they go. And that's mm-hmm. fine. But my grandpa's personality, he'd be like, why are you here? Yeah. Like, I'm not there, you know? He's there, but he's not there. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. So, I've gone once to, like, my friends and then um, my grandpa's. And my grandma, I don't remember what we did for her. We didn't go to a cemetery, though. I almost think she got cremated or something. I don't remember, to be honest. Mm. That was a couple years ago, though. But, yeah. So, I'm just curious. I think... Um... For me, the main point of going to the cemetery is, like, bringing flowers or something. Like, because obviously I think they're going to feel like your dead loved ones are going to feel good that you're looking back at photos of them. Or, like, they know that you're thinking about them. But I think it's, like, this is the place you go to, like, give them something. Like, flowers. Mm, Or I guess that's how I view it. Where it's, like, I took the extra effort to, like, lay down something for you. Or, like physically come to be near you quote unquote but i just feel like i'd go there and not even know what to do like when i went to my friend's grave with my other friend because i hadn't gone at all yet and he wanted to go so we went together but then it was just kind of like we got there and we still don't really like okay well 
like what now i mean yeah when i go there i so from like my grandparents it's not really out of the way or it's not really on the way it's out of the way so it takes an extra like half an hour basically to get there but um i think i'm probably at the cemetery for max 10 minutes like it's like yeah, but the time you're there still is meaningful enough to right, make it worth it, you know? Right, yeah. It's just, I guess, for me, what I do is, like, maybe I'll say, like, a little prayer, and then I'll just be like, I don't know, miss you a ton, and yeah. blah, 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 but hmm. I don't know. I feel like I should go. I think my grandma would really like it if I went once, but, I mean, she wouldn't even know if I went, I guess, unless I said it, and it just feels weird to be like, I went to his grave. Yeah. You know, because that just feels like a weird thing to just, like, randomly converse about, so. I mean, do what makes you feel comfortable. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I just, I've just never been the type. And I guess it's because I grew up that way. Like, my mom always said that. She was like, you don't need to go to the cemetery to, like, you know. So, I just, growing up, was like, oh, okay. So, I just haven't. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. I was not expecting that. Um, We went from ice cream to (laughs) unknown text to now (laughs) graves. Oh, yeah wild i'll never get cremated count me out would you I don't really care i think i said i would like my body to be like donated to science or something like a you can't be a cadaver here what you can't be a cadaver in the united states if you're a united states citizen really yeah i didn't know that unless they changed that recently but i just want them to give all my organs away so i guess i don't want to be cremated but i don't want to be just left mm-hmm. like i'd like them to give everything I used eyes, to, heart, everything. Can I hope somebody does get my eyes. They're nice. You do have nice eyes. Um, As discussed last episode. <laughs> I used to not be an organ donor because my mom would make me so scared. And she'd be like, they're not even going to check if you're alive. They're just going to start harvesting you. <laughs> so I didn't. I was an wow. organ donor for the longest time. And when people find out you're not an organ donor, your friends, they bully you. Like, like, I'm, I think you one time were like, you're not an organ donor. And then I was immediately like, ah, and then I yeah. did research. I'm like, okay, they check if you're <laughs> they dead or alive. They a lot. Yeah. yeah. But that's why I wasn't. Now I am. Yeah. I think I wasn't until my 21st birthday. But I will say I do, I don't like intentionally judge people for it. It's just like, why would you not? You know, I guess like. Because I thought that they were going to harvest <laughs> well, me when I'm still right. alive. That's I get, why. I get that reason. But I'm like, if you know they'd check you, like, why would yeah. you just not? You know, like, you're already dead. You might as well save yeah. someone else. Like, yeah. if I can save 100 people with all the parts of my body, go for it. I just think yeah. I had at least four friends be like, you're not an organ donor. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, God. Yeah. And I wouldn't say the reason why. I'd just be like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like that one time when I accidentally... Um, was jokingly mad at Bryn, but then <laughs> do you remember what I'm talking about? I think we were at like Taco Bell or like oh Arby's or something and like the drive through and it was like, do you want to round up? And she said no or something. <laughs> and then I can't remember the exact context and something else happened. I started laughing and they're like, what? And I was like, I thought you said no. And she was like, I did. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then she was like, are you mad about that? I was like, yeah, why would you have to, it's a couple cents. Why would you have to round up? <laughs> so because i was like oh my god i thought you said no and then she's like i did (laughs) there's this meme Uh. or this video i can't remember exactly what it was but it was like you're checking out at the grocery store and they asked would you like to round up to save child hunger and the person's like no and then they're like would you like to pay um a penny for a plastic bag like 
mm-hmm. Aldi, you have to pay for bags. You don't bring them. And he said, yes. <laughs> I'm just like, that's so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. That's so funny. Yeah, I... Oh. Um, I don't know. I just... I like to round up A, just because I feel good. But B, I like the even number in my bank account. So it's win-win for me. It is funny. We When we went to Canada... I was like, oh, here's my credit card for you to get gas. And, like, any other time I would, like, round up. But then she just, like, kept trying to round up. And I'm like, my I credit amount just it. going up and up and up. And then she didn't even get it to round nicely. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I it was even... only a few cents, but I just found yeah. it really funny. I didn't even think about it. I forgot whose card I used, I think. Because I didn't even process it, I guess. No. I mean, it was just yeah. funny. It was just more like me continuously seeing the, like, you trying and then you missing. And I'm like, hmm. Nice. I, I think I did four or five cents. Right, yeah. I was trying to get to a five, I think, and I went to like a six. But I do know Something somebody like that. that doesn't round up when they get gas. Really? They just, as soon as it clicks off, they take it out. Whoa. And I, that needs to be a poll because that's yeah. weird, I think. I always round. I used to not do it until I would see my mom as I got older do it. Mm-hmm. But when I first got my car, I wouldn't because I... I guess I've always seen my parents do it, so I just always did. I just never paid attention to people pumping gas when I didn't have to, mm-hmm. you know? I loved pumping gas. Yeah. Not, I don't know. Okay. But, like, before I was driving, they would let me do it. Like, they'd stand right next to me and, like, help me. Mm. But I loved doing it. I thought it was the coolest. I'm terrified something's going to happen to me while I'm at a gas station. Terrified. Yeah. I said that to my mom the other day, and she's like, that's literally insane. Because I said something about, <laughs> I, I can't even say it because you're going to be grossed out. But there's a certain thing that's happened at gas stations in the past and it's, like, my worst fear of all no, time. No, I've seen videos of people, like, getting kidnapped or, like, beat up while I'm they're not worried. The That's not it. There's one specific injury I'm worried about obtaining while pumping gas. Hmm. Okay. Well. From a person. But it was, it, this, like, happened in the past. And I, I was young and I read something about it. And I was like, oh, my God. That's, like, my worst fear now. Hmm. It's still my worst fear. Yeah, gas stations are scary. It's not even, I guess, specifically a gas station. It's just, it can happen anywhere, but... Gas stations happened. are scary, and so is getting an unknown text. Yeah. <laughs> Equally scary. <laughs> <laughs> no, the last... The first time I got, like, nervous at a gas station was because I went to pump gas, and someone didn't unclick the thing. Mm. So, literally, as soon as I clicked it, gas started spewing everywhere. Oh. And I did not... A, I was reading the little pump the other day because I was bored, and it says to shut off the emergency switch... So I'm looking around. I was like, where is the emergency switch? It seems like it should be way more obvious where the emergency turnoff switch is. Because mm. I still don't know where it's at. So if there's actually an emergency, it's going to keep pumping. Another thing that's um, happened to me that has been bad. Why am I saying that so bad? <laughs> another, <laughs> I don't know that bad. Another series of unfortunate events that happened <laughs> there you go. was... I had to fill up my loaner with gas. It was completely full when I got it. And if you don't return it, if you return it less than a gallon of what it was, you have to pay them back how much. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, yeah, I go to the gas station. So I had to fill it up. So I go to the normal gas station I go to. And it was one of those where, like, it keeps clicking off. Um, and I don't know this car well. So I don't know approximately how many gallons I have left. Right. So I get four gallons in. And it's about like halfway when mm-hmm. I started pumping. And I'm like, I'm scared to keep going because I kept going for a little bit. But then it kept stopping. And then it was kind of making a weird noise. And I'm like, am I to the top? I don't even know. Mm-hmm. So I had to 
like shut it off turn on my car realize i got like a quarter of it i still have a quarter left i was like well screw this i went and turned around and went to a different pump at the same (laughs) gas station so the person at the the gas station store is probably like what the heck is this girl doing (laughs) but yeah so just another thing that happened that i'm like you've got to be kidding me gas stations are crazy man yeah i thought a guy was recording me at one a couple weeks ago I still think he was, but he was there for his job. Because hmm. he said he was recording the pumps, but that phone was trained on me. Hmm. And so I was freaking out. And then I was going to call the cops. I was like, I'm going to call the gas station first. So I called them and I said, did you have someone there taking pictures and stuff of the pumps today? And she was like, yeah, we did. I was like, oh, okay. But it still really still seemed like he was recording me and not the, can- not the pumps. Because he was recording horizontally. And I was like, if you're trying to get the pumps, it seems like you do vertical because they're tall. Yeah. And he was walking, like, right at the end of the little part that the pump's on. Hmm. So he wasn't, like, far enough back to get the whole thing in view. Yeah. And then I was standing by my pump, and it was like his phone, like, followed me. Interesting. And not the pump. I mean, do I care that he actually recorded me? No. It's uncomfortable, but, like, whatever. It's legal. I was more worried that he got my license plate in it. Right. But then I tried to reverse search my address using my license plate, and you can't. So, at least not easily. Because I used his plate to see if I could figure out his. Because then if I could figure out his, he could figure out mine. Yeah. Because I wrote his license plate down, and I wrote a description of him in case I had to call the cops. Heck yeah. And I wrote the exact time. And the corner of the parking lot he was in. Dang. Yep. I had it all ready to go. Didn't even need it. So... Well, I think that wraps up today's episode. But I'm Alexi. And I'm Brynn. And this was 20-somethings. Going through something. Bye! (laughs) Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. Please review us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram at goingthroughsomethingpod for updates. And fill out the form in our link in bio to let us know what we should talk about next. Thanks!